0: Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. We are on the week of UFC 285, but first we must talk about UFC Vegas 70. I know, I know, ladies and gentlemen, you were all huddled around your TV in the masses waiting to see Ryan Spann and Nikita Krylov get after it inside the Apex, but unfortunately you were disappointed as Krylov showed up and he had the sniffles. And he was not able to fight. I'm just kidding. I don't know what he had. He had some shit going on. He was getting fluids, but he was not able to fight. They had to cancel that fight among two other fights. There was three total canceled fights this weekend. But once again, this is the Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast brought to you by the Hot Take Hot Box. My name is Matt McSweeney. I am joined by Ty Capone. Ty, how are you feeling today on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon?
1: It is a beautiful day. Always a beautiful day. Um, pretty good. It's John Jones fight week. Three years in the making. Finally making that heavyweight move. Um, we have some boxing. We have some. I think Tour next week. They have a pretty good card. Um, we're get we're getting in busy season. I'm, I'm excited. Um, I will be working Saturday night, but I will be having my eyes on the John Jones fight. And you know the card that just happened. You know, it, it came and it went. So let's uh, let's jump into it.
0: Yeah, let's just jump into it as right because uh, this was not one of those where you're going to like I said I used the uh parameter of are you going to tell your friends this is happening? And this was not one of those cards where you're going to run around and tell your friends this is happening. So again like we mentioned, we lost a five round main event uh due to Nikita Krilov showing up and not feeling well, which is somewhat of a freak event. That very rarely happens. I mean, especially for the the main event to get pulled as the main card is 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 uh, starting, so I'm sitting there, yeah. I'm down in AC, I'm watching it, uh, you know, at the, at one of the sports books, and they, I don't even hear it. I look on Twitter, or I'm sorry, I'm going on like uh, one of the kiosks, and I'm like, yo, like, what am I, you know, what am I gonna bet here? And it's not available on there, so I'm like, well, w- why wouldn't the main event be available? So I go and look on Twitter, the fucking fight got canceled. Like, how the fuck is
1: that possible? Food poisoning. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. yeah. Food po- the, the PI must have served in some bad uh, soup.
0: Yep and and you lose him and you lose that fight which was, you know, exciting and it had a we had a plus 145 dog on there so we were, you know, a little disappointed in that from that uh perspective but Brendan Allen Allen gets the main event against Andre Muniz and Brendan Allen put on a a sort of uh his best performance of his career you would say, right? I mean, he yeah. he dominated Andre Muniz from pretty much pillar to post beginning to end. Uh, Muniz couldn't get really anything off. I mean, his, his striking was sort of minimized. I mean, he was throwing hard, and, but he really wasn't getting to. I mean, he was he was landing, but he really wasn't ever hurting Brendan Allen. And you know, he uh, he got taken down a bunch, right? And, and and what's his name? Brendan Allen was very good at keeping that top pressure and not allowing the space. Because a lot of times these jiu-jitsu guys they get success off of when you're, on, you're in that full guard position and you you know, try to land strikes and you get space between you and the guy on the bottom. Brendan Allen really never let that happen. He was just keeping his chest on his chest, allowed no space for any sort of arm bar or triangle or anything to be thrown up from the bottom. And it was just domination from there on out. And Muniz slowly wilted away throughout the, uh, the, the two rounds. Then by the third round, he he really had nothing left, and he was getting he was getting taken he was getting dominated. And this is something we never would have expected before, but he was getting dominated on the ground, and he wound up getting rear naked choke. So whoever had Brendan Allen's sub plus big money coming into this, you you cashed out. But Brendan Allen with a great performance on Saturday night.
1: Yeah, I mean he was he was sweeping them and reversing them and yeah passing them whenever he wanted to, um, and then. You know, I think it, He did a good job standing up whenever he got hit with something to kind of like, uh, you know, not stay in there and not stay in a firefight because he he doesn't really do well in firefights. And that that's, I think, you know, uh, him improving in in, yeah. in his fight IQ and and how he approaches the stand up. You know, as soon as he gets tagged a little bit, not hurt, not wobble, just just hit. He backs up or he circles around and um, doesn't shoot from far out. Uh, very. Very, looked very smart against a, a vet fighter, a guy who's much older with much more experience, who um, was the favorite, you know. So, yeah, great performance from him. Still has some work to do, but he's still young. So, um, we'll see if uh, he can continue some of the hype training that that there was on him in the beginning of his career. We'll
0: see. Uh, I think you made a good point there, in just saying like that. This shows the maturation of him and the, uh, the evolution of his game and. You know how some of these guys we see them at the young, you know, at a younger age. I mean, he's been in the UFC for a while now. He's had a ton of fights. Just, I mean, honestly, when was his his? He was in the 2019 Contender Series, made his debut, and, and you know, rear naked choke Kevin Holland. So, which is crazy. That was in 2019. But I mean, he's had a ton of fights since then. He's fought some of the. I mean, he even fought Sean Strickland. You know, like, he's had some, you know, a loss to yeah. Chris Curtis. Like, there's uh, some good I'm names the in there. And, and I,
1: fluffy, yeah, Eric, like, Eric Anders, and Trevor Giles.
0: Yeah, and, and the thing is, uh, I think sometimes we see these young guys and we're like, <clears throat> that's what that this guy is. You know, like, we, there's no way he can get better. Like, we kind of just discount the fact that these guys can grow, get better, and just evolve their game. And it seems like that's exactly what Brendan Allen has done. He, he is a problem on the ground, and he has... Shown that his hands and his striking is a definitely competent part of his game now. It's not a it's not a weakness. So, Brendan Allen, no matter who he's fighting, is going to be a tough night out. And uh, I'm I hope I haven't seen the rankings yet, but I mean he should be ranked because he just beat uh, Mr. Muniz, who was I believe 11 before this. Uh, yeah, before this fight, I'm looking it up right now. He is ranked. He's number, number 12. 12. So yeah, uh, you, you drop down um, Mr. Muniz a couple spots. Imavov uh, is still eleven, which um, you know, whatever. But how about it? I guess that's. I uh, really not much to say other than that. It's just kind of a, a dominant, dominant performance. And
1: all in. Are well, you all in on all in? What do you, what do you yeah, think? I guess.
0: I guess the next thing I wanted to ask was just like, what do you do next with him? Do you like? Would you run back? Uh, I, I guess.
1: I would love. I would love for him to fight Chris Curtis again. Okay. I think that'd be a perfect barop like they've you know, he's won four in a row since then, and Curtis is kind of um I think he's two and one since then. But um, two decisions, two kind of boring ish fights. The hype kind of died since he knocked out Brendan Allen. Brendan Allen's got a lot better. I think it would be a good test to see where both of them are coming off of that fight what, I think two years ago ish. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's right. I I know they're talking there's a lot of shit talking, I think, going on. I think Curtis might have started it and then Allen responded after the win. I'm not sure. Um I would love I would love to see that.
0: I'd like to see Hermanson. I think that would be a uh, nice little matchup. Yeah, I mean Hermanson's tough on the ground his start. Like I feel like they're very uh similar in their games. Yeah. So I would like to that that would be It'd a fun matchup. Yeah, I think anyone inside that Five to or six to ten area would be nice for even, even, you know, like you said, like Chris, Chris Curse is 14. That's still a good matchup for him. And, and mm-hmm. you know, a guy he's lost to it would be good to get it back. And the the, the world, you know, the world is, is yours, Brendan Allen. You can do anything. And Muniz, um, I, I, I mean, I guess he's just going to need to bounce back, but, you know, it, he's not young. He's not young. You know, he's not ter- terribly old for, uh, the, the for the higher weight classes I mean what is he 33 now yeah. so uh, I mean it's not over for him but it's just you know he did not look good on Saturday night and it was that was a fight that was kind of made for him so that's what's uh, a little bit concerning but let's keep it moving augusto Sakai how about augusto man he this was one where uh, i I dropped the ball ladies and gentlemen i I just had a lapse in judgment I've had I've had a, two weeks in a row I had a lapse in judgment last week I didn't bet the right side, or I didn't even bet the one one that I knew was a lock. And then this one, I tried to be smarter than uh, I should have been. And uh, I mean, Sakai, although he stinks, he does stinks. Dante Mays is bad. He's very bad. And he was just getting leaned up against the fence. He kept letting Sakai headlock him, reverse him up against the fence, and throw knees and bombs. And he just wasn't doing anything. Dante Mays just really. It, it it's not like William Knight-esque, but it seemed like halfway through this fight, he was like, I really don't want to be here. You know, like it was just basically yeah. a survival mode halfway through. And Sakai, with that grotesque stomach, just continues to push up <laughs> against him and, and throw him up against the cage. And uh, he just, he dominated them. He really did. He just dominated them. Maze really wasn't able to get any offense off. And uh, it's an easy, easy win for Sakai.
1: Yeah, not a, not a very entertaining fight, that's for sure. Um, especially the second round, Maze didn't do anything. Um, or the third, really. He really did not first. Yeah, and, like <laughs> oh I mean, he had like maybe um, like
0: ten to fifteen seconds where he was like ooh, like he would throw like a yeah. shirt. like he landed like a spinning elbow or spinning back fist where I was like whoa, like, and then he just continued to retreat and get up pushed up against the fence again. So
1: I don't know. This could be it for Dontel Maze. It could be his time could be up soon.
0: Yeah, well, uh, we called it. We've been calling this uh, recently; these last couple of weeks, we, you know, we're pretty right, uh, you know, spot on with some of the where we're like, "Yo, this dude's cooked." Like he's, you know, not even that he's cooked. It's basically like the UFC's going to cut him. They don't find any value. Tukagov, thanks for coming. I don't know if you saw that. He he got he got uh, sent out the yeah, pasture. Yes. But uh, yeah, we knew that was happening. I mean, rightfully so. If you can't, you know, take yeah. care if of you business knock out against, Connor, they have
1: to cut you. Okay, it's come on, man. Come on.
0: That's a bunch of bullshit. But uh yeah, no, I mean, listen, uh, shout out to all those guys getting cut. I hope they I mean uh, they'll find uh other places to go. There's plenty of places yeah. to fight.
1: The Kataroff army, Kataroff I should say. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to be involved in that, but Eagle FC,
0: Eagle something. FC for sure. Uh you know, Bellator, you could fight on one of their Ireland cards because they, they you know. Yeah.
1: They, they need they need some They need people names. for that cuz
0: they have about 35 ireland cards a year uh you can also fight for shamrock fc that's also another option but
1: <laughs> shamrock fc 585 or yeah whatever, combate 90.
0: i know you love combate uh love come there's so many th- different fucking organizations, man. Some of them are good though. I don't want to act like I'm disrespecting them because some of them actually do provide some big time talent to the CFOC. upper organizations. Yes, yes, FSC. They become. Yeah, they, they've they've had some serious talent come through there. But how about Tatiana Suarez? She did pretty much exactly what we thought she was going to do, and uh, you know the 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 up up and weight class wasn't an issue. Uh, you know her striking didn't look uh, great, but it, I mean, has it really ever? You know, it doesn't really no. matter when you're able to just manhandle people and just you have the, the the will and the cardio to just put uh your you know put pressure on your opponent the way she does. And Montana De La Rosa almost had her tit pop out in the middle of the fight. That's something that, that they awesome. need to figure out. I mean, if I was a chick, I'd be like, yeah, well, I, it's hard to fucking fight when my boobs are hanging out. Like it's you know, I'm, I'm no, really, I mean, you know. It shouldn't happen, but I mean, what do you really want them to do? I mean, they all, you can wear a shirt, right? Like that's like the only thing that you really can do. Other, other than that, if you're going to be get, getting like grappled on, I—I I, I don't know what. The, like people were like, "This needs to be fixed." The dress code for the U.S. I'm like, like what are they supposed to do? I don't know. Maybe is there more? And
1: I don't, you know. What yeah, do uh,
0: yeah, like I—I I really just didn't know what what people were like all up in arms about. I, I'm I'm with you. It shouldn't happen, but like I don't know what the if you have a fix for me, I'm all ears. But yeah. Uh, in other news, Suarez just takes care of business. Gets her, gets that guillotine, gets her out of there, gets that inside the distance for us. And uh, you know, I, I can't wait to see her in there. I hope she stays healthy, and uh, you know, it's going to be exciting. I wonder if they have her ranked now.
1: I well, mean, she's going to have to move down. She said she's moving down after this. And really? I, yeah, she moved down. The she's one number
0: thirteen in strawweight now.
1: So, I I wasn't too impressed. I mean, I know she's been out for a while, and she had some you know rough circumstances but um you know i guess it's kind of hard to improve with that time off when you're going through all that you know it's not like she was just training couldn't find a fighter had a couple injuries uh so you know i don't know what to expect i guess but uh she looked like she struggled a little bit being up in weight i mean she ended up doing what she wanted to 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 montana de la rosa montana de la rosa has no wrestling she she has some good jujitsu but uh, she has no wrestling defense, really. She was getting hit hard. Like The hardest shots that were landing were from Montana De La Rosa. So I think that's still an issue, but uh, she'll probably look better at 115. You know, she moves down there and fights like uh, Amanda Hebas or Tisha Torres or, you know, um, maybe you give her like probably maybe Michelle Waterson Gomez. See if she yeah, can like, get a win with the Gomez I, banner.
0: I think she bullies all those girls.
1: Yeah, uh, I
0: You know, at that weight. Like, like you, like if we you said, like, somebody young and hungry
1: like Luana Pinheiro, who you know, we, we have to see what what she's about. If she's legit, she can go three rounds with a tough fighter. Tatiana does grind on you, so you need to have some kind of um, resistance to that, some kind of gas tank. Um, but if you can stand up for, her, stand up with her at least in decent stretches, uh, especially later in the fight, I think you can you can uh, over, overwhelm her. Honestly, um, I guess we haven't seen it yet. It's just kind of a projection, but. Um, I don't know, you know, I guess it's hard to be, be impressive fair. when you're
0: fighting someone like Montana De La Rosa, just cause it's like, this is what you're supposed to do. Right. Like, and you shouldn't even be yeah. get, like, we're getting pissed when you even get hit. So it's- yeah, we should
1: get, I should probably give her, you know, a more solid chance with a, a, an actual camp and at her actual weight. Um, but just even before this, like th- that's kind of how she always been. She's kind of always been like, you know, she, she grinds on you. I just, I don't, I don't see necessarily, I guess I can see her making a title push-ish. Um, if she's matched up right, maybe eventually, you know, I guess her wrestling can really work against anybody. Yeah. You know, as long as she's getting, getting it working and, and, and her, uh, you know, she's in fighting shape. I don't think she was really in good fighting shape, but how could you be? Uh, you know, I, I, how could Carla as far as opposed, pose a, uh, pose a uh, threat to her in 2023? Yeah. You know, I don't know. Same with Rose's ground, uh, Rose or Whaley, their uh, takedown defense. I think eventually Mon- uh, Tatiana could get them down and prevent present uh, a big struggle for them. But she has a long ways to go still.
0: I'd like to see her fight on Draj. I-, I don't. Th- I know Andraj is great. Like I feel like a, a power. Like no one's wrestling is going to be on there on her level. But I think if you a certain somebody comes in with a certain level of power. That they're able to somewhat match up against her, like, like I was thinking at twenty five. I mean, really, there was like, if she wanted to stay at twenty five, she could too, because there's really no one that can hang with her until she gets to like the top four or five. Yeah. You no, know, like even chook, right she would probably smoke chook. Like so it's like,
1: yeah. The first thing she said, she's like, "I'm coming down. I'm moving down. and I'm coming for the belt." And I was like, "All right."
0: Yeah, you and know,
1: like, if you give her like Jessica Penne or. Carolina or Loopy. Lupi. Loopy's like a tough grinding wrestler who's not on the same level, but it could present like a, a bit of a awkward close fight, you know? She's I can see her fighting Tisha Torres
0: her. or Mackenzie Dern or someone
1: like that. Yeah, somebody that is tough, but... Prevent some pro- Yeah, eat- presents some
0: issues with her.
1: Right, but I think she probably beats them. She
0: should, but, yeah. uh, you know, uh, it's... I don't really don't think anyone uh, until she like fights for the title. That'll be the first time we see her really like in a fight where we're like, hmm, you know, maybe. But how about this, man? This one was tough because I, 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 I thought I had the right side here, and yeah. I, I listened to you. I let you convince me out of it. And Mike <laughs> Malott, proper Mike Malott, dominated Johan Liness, and I think the Mister Liness needs to be cut. And I, and I usually have that stance when I bet somebody. And they lose. It's unfortunate. <laughs> but, now nah, but in all he seri- like he
1: had an injury. Like, he tapped right away.
0: Yeah, he looked like he – He just, didn't throw anything. He did nothing on Saturday <laughs> night. He he basically did nothing. He, he backtracked of the whole time. And then once he was taken down, uh, I think he, like, went for a kick and got tripped backwards, got jumped right on top. Yeah. And it looked like he was like, here, here's my arm. Here's my neck. Uh, <laughs> Take care of business. Let me get out of here and he just got cooked right away and that was that. Mike Milot got him out of there. And uh good for Mike Milot. Mike Mullot's a problem uh on the ground, you know, like he's just a I wouldn't say a problem. It's just more of tough a start.
1: he's a quick starter.
0: Yeah, and, and he's a, like a tough uh like he seems well-rounded. You know, he's like a durable, tough, well-rounded guy. I I could see him flying up these rankings uh pretty well. Like maybe not you no, know, getting into the top 15 right away, but like I could see him getting into some matchups with, uh, I don't know, for example, like a Chaos Williams, you know, guys of that uh, nature, where you, you know, yeah. you, you're just you're in there with tough because at 170, right outside that top 15, we talk about it all the time, young, hungry, tough guys in that in that top, you know, 25 to 30 of the 70s. So expert
1: uh, from a tough fight.
0: Yeah, all those guys, Liness, not a, a tough fight.
1: No, not at all
0: uh yeah so uh how about let's keep it moving though man this is what i wanted to talk about when i came in here today trevor peak dude how about trevor peak that guy was throwing absolute nukes from the beginning of the fight i mean i've never seen a guy throw punches harder with more and evil intentions than trevor was throwing them with on saturday night and Eric, Mr. Ghost Pepper was like, oh, no, uh, we got to take this motherfucker down. And he tried, kept taking him down. He did. Took him down, dumped him, took him down, dumped him. And, and Peek was just like, I'm getting back up. I'm getting back up. I'm going to Gramby roll out of this. Oh, wait, you still got me. I'm going to get back up. I'm going to try and come you. They went back and forth for about three minutes until Peek got up and was like, yo, you know what? Enough's enough. And he landed a nuke. On his chin and wobbled, Mister Ghost Pepper had him up against the fence, and he threw everything he had with evil intentions—hammer fist, twelve to six hammer fist from the standing position, which is something you never see in, in UFC or MMA in general. And he was just throwing everything he had until Mister Gonzalez was sat down up against the fence, and Kerry Hatley
1: <laughs> let, mercifully stepped in,
0: let Trevor Peak get three unnecessary. Bombs oh, up against the fence to put Mr. Ghost Pepper out, and then you know I always love about the UFC—they show Ghost Pepper trying to get up, and he's falling down, and then they go back to Trevor Peak, and he's just losing his mind. It's like, what a scene it was, Mr. Peak getting it done for Tennessee. How about it, man?
1: Yeah, Mr. Pepper. <laughs> it probably would have been better if um, Alex Reyes got this fight. I think he was supposed to. I don't know if you remember him. He hasn't fought forever. He fought Mike Perry like six five years ago, six years ago. Jesus. And got smoked. But he was supposed to make his uh awaited arrival, his return, the executioner. Uh this would have been better. Mr. Go- Ghost <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Ghost Pepper probably doesn't stand uh much longer in the US. He's own three. And he's been finished three times. So
0: if we're being honest, Mr. Ghost Pepper doesn't belong here. So uh thanks for coming, yeah. Mr. Ghost Pepper. I appreciate Everything you're, you've done, your contributions to the game, but uh, yep. you can keep it moving. And uh, Trevor Peak, though, uh, you know who knows. Fifty-five is tough. He's just like I was. I was talking to you, I think, uh, off air, but he's just an exciting, fun fighter, and I can see him, you know, on like a, a pay-per-view card, like on the prelims. Where you're just like.
1: Against Benoit Saint yeah, like yeah. where you're like excited oh, to see him fight. Imagine like, that.
0: Oh boy, I don't know if I don't know if the world can oh, handle that, man. I mean, poor Benoit, poor poor Trevor. Trevor's gonna get put in a put in a shallow grave that night if he fights BSD. <laughs> but man, wow. I mean, the 55 has so many killers. It's really hard even to like, the
1: guys that aren't good fighters that lose more than they win. Like even those guys, like uh, like a. Nazrat Hackbarast or like John yeah, Herbert or
0: all of them, uh,
1: you know, Christos Yagos, the mirror had Some of these guys are tough, you know, and that doesn't even get start to get into like the Vince Michelle and Jared Gordon and your close Marco Madsen, Bobby green. Like these are like you said, deep, deep ass division. So, you know, if Mr. Uh, Peak wants to keep, keep his uh spot, he better, better adjust accordingly.
0: Yeah man. And he's going to uh well listen, if you're if you uh, are lined up against uh, Mr. Peak, just know in that first couple minutes, you, there's a possibility you could get sent in the orbit. Like he he throws shit so violently. He uh,
1: throws very as long as you throw straight, he's you're going to fucking cook him. In my opinion. Maybe.
0: Maybe cuz I mean, you, you can throw straight, but if it, if it's not backing him up, it, it's not going to affect him because he just, dude, he threw a body punch in the first thirty seconds of, of the fight that hurt Eric Gonzalez, and he dropped yeah, well, his arm down immediately. I was like, oh my god, man, like this guy. Again, not saying he's going to be a champion before. It. Oh, that's that's it. That's the one right there. back.
1: <laughs> oh my, because they both just they both have smoked Eric Gonzalez. Fire! So I think it's only fair. That, that if I would take under one minute in that fight, 100. Oh
0: my god! Could you imagine? That would be incredible.
1: I think McKinney slays him though. Trevor Peak versus Taddy Pimlet. Let's go. I'm here for it. I'm in. I'm a Trevor Peak fan.
0: Sign me up. Um, I guess let's keep it moving. This one was tough for us. This this one that we both had on the card. Miss Fernandez. I did switch. You did switch,
1: but I, it was. I, uh, to, I know it sounds bad. All right, but this was a last-minute flip where I said I have to do it.
0: Well, you lied to the people then because the the people –
1: I didn't. I I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say all that. I did have a Gabby and a parlay. I I am looking
0: at Fernandez Moneyline minus 125, and uh, that was an L because uh, Miss Jazda Vicious looked like a prime Habib and just was smashing the face of Gabriela Fernandez and literally was just not a non-competitive fight from the very beginning. It looked like Bisping was talking about how Fernandez wasn't even shooting the uh, underhook while she was up against she the not
1: She just doesn't... I, she looked like she I had no idea what she was doing. Really. No clue. And no clue. Like, that,
0: that was very evident.
1: Yeah. Jasmine went for some sick ground pound and pounding. She goes for it. I'll give her that. Uh, if she runs into anybody with takedown defense, she's she's going to be in for a tough one, but this chick had none.
0: Yeah, and... It, that was <laughs> it. It was basically a, it was one of those non-events where once you all you had to do was watch about the first thirty seconds of each round, and you were like, "Okay, that's what's going to happen." Uh, yeah. Took her down. You know, the first round she fought it off a little bit longer, but as the fight went on, it was just Joseph Vicious did exactly what she wanted to do, and uh, it was a long ways away from that. Uh, That fateful night against Kay Hansen, where she had to grind, uh, you know, (laughs) grind out a, she lost a round to Kay Hansen, which is disgusting, and she just got smoked by Natalia Silva. But she looked great against Gabriela Fernandez, so you never know. How about uh, the Monkey King, Jordan Levitt, absolutely pissing me off with, uh, you know, I should have just taken inside the distance, but uh, it was really wasn't any money to be made, and he finishes a guy for the first time in his career, right? Uh, via first time via TKO, yeah. Yep. And he Everybody hurt him bad and he, with that that those knees. the guy just ducked right into those knees, which was unfortunate for him. But he got yeah, him out of there probably, pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, that guy is another guy who uh, will probably be fighting uh, the Ghost Pepper on the regional scene. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. I mean, technically, it's only his first uh, UFC fight, so I, I guarantee he'll get another one. Jordan Levitt's your first uh, or a tough guy to make your first uh, appearance in the UFC yeah. against. So. Uh, good win for Jordan Levitt.
1: Yeah, for sure. First time he, uh, glad he got 50k. Um, he said, I think it was it got, going back to his regional scene. Even I don't think he ever knocked anybody no. out or finished. He, he he had that one slam, and then he he, <laughs> he even said that doesn't really count, which is kind of funny.
0: Um, Who do you do that to? Matt Wyman.
1: Matt Wyman, yeah, that guy.
0: He's uh, everyone was finishing that guy towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that's but, mean, I'm sorry, but uh, it's the truth.
1: <laughs> no, it 100% is, but yeah.
0: How about, let's keep it moving, Odie Osborne. This is a nasty, nasty fight. Uh, uh, this was a 130 fight. Odie Osborne, Charles, Energy, Johnson. Uh, Such a terrible nickname. This is horrible. Uh, I, I honestly left this fight where it's like I'm not impressed by either one of these guys.
1: Yeah, it was okay. It was back and forth for a little, and then it just got sloppy. Odie took six
0: minutes to recover from a nut shot. (laughs) Uh, Charles kept getting taken down. Then he got a takedown, and it just seemed like Odie just did exactly what he needed to do. I didn't really – I don't think it's a robbery, but I I did think Charles won. But I guess that – I think it came down to that third round, and those takedowns, they just valued them. I just didn't think he did anything with them. He was just kind of taking him down and holding him down I, t- I talk about it there all the t- all the time on here. how much I hate that shit, but he did it, and it, it, you know you, when you're taking someone down, and they're not doing anything about it, then yeah, you are getting the upper hand, and if nothing else happens, then you won and that's kind of what happened for Odie
1: yeah, the takedowns were the, the the key I mean he was landing some shots, but also getting hit. Uh, I thought Charles landed probably the bigger shots, yeah, more often than not, but Odie was throwing a lot of good kicks um and then he was doing some grappling himself which was uh interesting to see so yeah i mean uh it was it was decent and then it kind of got sloppy and gross third round neither meant neither guy did anything really so <clears throat> I, I i could see it going either way i had it for osborne but uh if you had johnson i 100 percent got it honestly if you've been on charles johnson fight going the distance every time they'll make some money
0: i just think um Odie, Odie doesn't take a shot well at all, uh, yeah. and I don't think Charles, obviously, his wrestling isn't that good if Odie's just at will taking you down, so either one of these guys, it's just crazy that it took Makayev that long to get Charles Johnson to fucking, I'm pretty sure he finished him, right? No, he lost, no, I don't it, think- he, oh my god, they went to full car, full oh my distance, god, that's yeah. right, I what was I thinking about, him, Malcolm Gordon? yeah. Makayev, he might be a fraud. I haven't decided yet. But how about uh, Joe Selecki? Pass its own, taking care of business against Carl Deaton the uh, third. Carl Deaton had some good grappling defense. Uh, he had, I mean, uh, Selecki had his back for the whole first round, pretty much, and he was fighting for his life to keep keep uh, him off of him. I think Selecki needs to throw more strikes while he's in these dominant positions. I feel like too much. He's just fishing for the. Uh, for like the, the 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 chokes and the different submissions, and you know, sometimes when he throws in punches, it opens up the neck. And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, what what do I know though? I mean, this guy he he's the one who won, uh, wound up getting a yeah. rear naked choke with five seconds left in the second round, and uh, I mean nasty snuck in, and he was looking for it basically the whole fight. Finally got it, <laughs> choked him unconscious, and uh, yeah, cashed out. Yeah, cashed out my sub bet. So
1: almost uh, almost even money on that sub bet. Four minutes of control. Four minutes, twenty six seconds of control in the first. Four minutes and twenty five in the second. So, uh, evenly proportioning his ass beating, if you will.
0: Yeah, uh, it uh, it was a pretty just dominant, dominant performance from Joe Selecki. But again, he was a minus what seven hundred favorite. So it, this is exactly yeah. what we we were supposed to see. And uh, yeah, I, it's a shame because he was supposed to be matched up with Benoit Saint Denis. Uh, At one and St. Denis was forced to pull out. So, uh, you know, of the fights that we missed on, Haley Cohen, your girl, all hail, uh, she she was pulled out. She had an ovarian cyst that exploded. I saw that uh, online, which that's pretty fucked up. But, uh, you know, you're supposed to get Odie Osborne and Dennis Bondar. I'm sorry. Uh, Justin Vicious was supposed to fight Courtney Casey. Oh, man, can you imagine? Yeah, I would have loved Ben Jazz. In I would have sm- smacked the money line on that. <laughs> uh, the Ghost Pepper was supposed to fight a man named Darius Flowers.
1: Who yeah, probably lost. Him, probably would have lost to him. I don't know what that guy's
0: deal is. I mean, <laughs> he looks he looks a little chunky, but uh, he 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 won on the Contender Series. I guess I guess I have to Peace read folk. into that guy. Um, Andre yeah, he was. Sl- no, he, was he, played- sla- he
1: slammed that dude. That yeah. that guy was. He killed. That I guy. thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He killed that guy. I had money on that guy. Nope. I thought he was going to win.
0: And That's right. Alex Reyes did fight Mike Perry. That was so long ago. Oh my god. He got knee
1: he got kneed to death.
0: And he's he was going to like. I can't wait to fade him when he comes back. <laughs>
1: but uh, the executioner.
0: So uh, before, I guess we, we I almost skipped over the uh, Norello Alev, as they were saying on the broadcast. I thought it was Aliyev, but uh, what do I know? Against Rafael Alves, majority decision. Uh, Alev bit him in the first round and got a point taken away, which that's one Barely of the first got time. fish hooked. Yeah, and um, I will say Aliyev is one of those typical Russian uh, you know, fighters. He was doing dirty shit the whole time, especially when he got taken he down. It. He was contender
1: series also. Yeah,
0: poking in the eye, uh, just Bunching like behind the head, yes, all that grabbing shit. The
1: cage, anything he can. You ain't do, cheating, you ain't trying. Yeah, he I went don't to the blame school, him. John Jones. Yeah, man, that's the, for sure.
0: The Conor McGregor uh, lifestyle. If you know, if, yeah. you, if you're down, just fucking name in the head. Yeah, you know, what are they gonna do? But <laughs> exactly, yeah, I mean, I really wasn't impressed with the leave uh, in this fight at all. Uh, I don't really know how somebody had a draw. I guess they might have given him that third round, but uh, I mean, I think got, they
1: gave him the first.
0: Yeah, I I I thought leave won all three rounds.
1: Um, yeah, um, yeah, uh, let's see, let's see, yeah. Alves I mean, obviously, with the point, from... the
0: point deduction <laughs> on, on the. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, for round one, he, uh, Mister Ron McCarthy, had a ten, ten eight for Alves. Is that Big John's son? Um, it is. He, uh, I think Big John needs to have a conversation with him. He needs to sit his son down and, and talk to him and uh, tell him. Come on, man. That he,
0: he does need to have a conversation with him and be like, yeah, what are you looking at?
1: Yeah, but sometimes I wonder what Big John's looking at. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the to approach the situation, but who shout out to the Tajik Eagle.
0: The Jig Eagle took care of business. Rafael Alves doing a backflip to start the fight,
1: uh, which is and then he asked for fifty k because he's getting married. I don't know who's who's giving him fifty k, but uh,
0: well, definitely n- not the UFC. Maybe he can start OnlyFans and show show his piece off if that's uh, <laughs> show his
1: Eagle. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that's uh, that's that's not uh, that's not gonna happen. That was a boring, pre- I mean, pretty boring fight. So
1: terrible, yeah.
0: And the, the performance wasn't that uh, impressive. So. That is UFC Vegas seventy. They gave away a shit ton of money during yeah. this. I mean, they three hundred k for such a shitty card. I guess they, you know what it is. They didn't have to pay like four, <laughs> like four or five fights, you know, on this yeah. card that were supposed to be on there. So they just had some money oh. to blow. They gave Brendan Allen fifty k, which was uh, warranted. Tatiana Suarez fifty k, which was deserved. Uh, Mike Malak got fifty k, which yeah, you know. Uh, Trevor Peak fifty k. I like that. Yep. Uh, Jordan Levin, 50K, I like that. Selecki got 50K, baby. Come on. Let's go. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Mike Ballot, uh, nothing against him. It's just he fought a guy who laid down like a sack of potatoes. But I also, <laughs> yeah, I think I also bet he was uh, a
1: little upset. was going to get that 50K, too. I saw he was upset that the fight got canceled. Putting in all that tough work, I, you can tell he's training hard and taking it serious.
0: They uh, uh, rescheduled the happy. fight, though.
1: Oh, I did not see that for when.
0: The eleventh? I I'm believe after
1: that. Is it gonna be a main what is the eleventh?
0: It's uh that... and uh, Peter Young.
1: Oh uh, yeah, It's the fight that they moved yep. out of the Apex because of the slap the power slap championship or finals or whatever the fuck. Are you serious? Yeah, they were supposed to do a pay per view and that is now not going to be a pay per view, it's going to be free. I wonder why. And it's going to be in the apex, so Pyotr Jan and Marab Shvili are now going to be fighting in, uh, what the fuck is it called? The theater. The, Ver- the Virgin Theater. Yeah, the Virgin, the, the theater at the Virgin Hotel or something. The Virgin Hotel.
0: I don't know. Oh my god, there's like so that. many fights on this card.
1: Uh, Jan Devalishvili? De-Vosh, De-Vosh, yeah. I really messed that one up. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that I, uh, yeah.
0: Jonathan Martinez and Said Nurmagomedov.
1: Whoever, uh, uh,
0: Arion Arion Lipsky, JJ Aldridge. Let's go.
1: Mario That's a Bautista. I, I'm putting uh, 10 units on that oh,
0: one. Oh, boy. Carl Williams is getting in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's like, who? <laughs> yeah.
0: Now, there's From a the lot British of uh, Carlston Harris and a Carter in their Tony Gravely and Victor Henry. Wow. Guido Canetti and Mario Bautista. Oh, we got some bangers on this one, baby. Uh,
1: that dude Cedric Dumas, the Reaper. He is, um, he is a. Uh, where is he from? I think he is from
0: from Boston or something, right? Icon,
1: yeah, yeah, Icon. Sorry, um, he's supposed to be like one of the uh, dangerous kickboxer, striker, savage, whatever the fuck. He was on the Contender Series, got a quick G team win. He's supposed to be the next, the next one up. Uh very, he's very, fighting very big Josh
0: Fremd, so he should yeah. he should get a showcase that night. But uh I guess any news that we wanted to talk about before we get out of here. I saw Darren Darren Till's probably going not gonna be back for a while, it seems like. I mean he was already gonna deal with a knee injury, and that wasn't going you know he wasn't exactly gonna yeah. be back soon. I guess we should not not bury the lead anymore. Luke Rockhold's going to BKFC and he's fighting Mike. Platinum Perry. We might have a live uh, a live show that night to to watch that.
1: that. Also on that card is
0: Chad Mendez and Eddie Alvarez are fighting. Bare Knuckles Who do you got Bare Knuckles. Uh I have Chad Mendez and uh I have I have Mike Perry.
1: Yeah, me too. Mike Perry's gonna absolutely put Luke Rockhold. Just
0: somebody says, I saw somebody tweet underneath it, it was like, "Oh wow, yeah, but <laughs> Luke Rockhold's golden chin should hold up well to bare knuckles." <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, and, and, and also Chad Mendes has fought in BKFC. He was just he was at Knucklemania too, if you remember correctly. Um, Eddie Alvarez has not won a fight in a long time. Uh, I guess he beat that Edward Foley and guy. Remember he well, went were, to one FC and Yeah unless shit split.
0: He's the reason why I don't watch uh one F C one one championship, whatever the fuck they want to call it. I mean, what it is this disgusting way they treated my man Eddie Alvarez? The underground king. Listen,
1: he went <laughs> He went in there against Timo Fey and and he got fucking scorched. He had all these roided all up right.
0: freaks fighting against him, and then he got didn't he get DQ'd in one of the fights? Yeah, or, he
1: fought yeah, he punched the guy in the back. That was like bullshit.
0: He won that fight. And then too. he fought
1: and then he <laughs> It was like a minute in. He fought Ray Yoon OK or Oak or Oak or OK or Rock, uh, and he lost that one easily. Uh, so yeah, I think he's he's gonna get it probably smoked by Mister Mendez. He hasn't fought in two years, two years exactly to the date when he takes on Mendez. Uh, so that should be BKFC forty one, big event. Yeah, I mean Mike Perry Luber. Beck Rawlings is gonna be in there. Wow, you know Beck Rawlings, she's gonna be on that card. Uh, Rowdy Rowdy Rebecca. Is trying to. She's on a two fight losing streak, so that's not good. Um,
0: Bruno yeah. Fahed is fighting uh, Abdul Razak Al Hassan.
1: Ooh, that's going to be a, a bad deal for as unbelievable. long as it last.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Curtis Blades uh, and Pavlovich are fighting. What do you think about that?
1: I got Pavlovich big. Hell yeah.
0: Mackenzie um, uh, Dern and fluffy. Angela Hill.
1: Oh yeah, that's going to be a split decision. You already know that. <laughs> I got. <laughs> I think I got Angela Hill winning that one, but yeah, I think Saffy Angela Hill Shabazi. already lost
0: the decision. She already got screwed in the decision, and she's complaining about it. <laughs> she's, she already about it. <laughs> she's already
1: complaining about it. She's already complaining about it. That's good. Um, and Mackenzie Dern's gonna shoot takedowns from uh, across the octagon. So there's that. Fluffy and Edmund Shabazi. I, I like that matchup a lot. Yeah. Who do you got uh, Polyana, oh, yeah, for,
0: first? Uh, like uh, right away. I oh, got yeah, Fluffy. So do I. Yeah, okay.
1: that's, that's 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 not gonna end well for Mister. Edmund, Shabazz, and Cody Brunich, Adolfo Vieira. Should be interesting grapple fest. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? Anything exciting?
0: I mean, I think we talked about this last week, but Jaltan Almeida and, and Jorginho is one of the locks of the century that I've never oh, – yeah. I can't even begin over. to tell you
1: people how
0: hard I'm going to ride for Mr. Almeida.
1: Yeah, that fight's already over. Petroski,
0: Petrosian we talked about, and Juku and Devin Clark
1: – this is going to be a banger. Ready for this one. Gian, Kim Manny Bomb. They said we're actually going to fight this time, May 13th. Anthony Smith and Johnny Walker card.
0: Woo-hoo! Oh man, I might have a fucking bash that night for the for that illustrious and electric card. Yeah. Other than that I'm though, I mean the, the next couple cards uh you know, it's going to be nice. It seems like these next 3 weeks are big time. I mean the the 11th card is, you know, somewhat of a filler, but that main event is unbelievable uh Peter Yan and Davishvili. I have I my instinct tells me to take uh Yan. I just don't think Davishvili will be able to. I mean Yan's gets taken down, but I don't think he'll be able to do what he does to some of those other guys. They're similar stature and uh I think Yan's going to hurt him at some point. Uh right? Am I yeah. am I wrong in thinking that? No,
1: I I, I agree. I think that's going to happen.
0: Peter Yan is a minus 175 favorite. I
1: like it. So uh, it's probably not but still Maybe
0: I would say inside the distance is probably the bet I will wind up taking, uh, but nothing's really available now. So I guess after you know this week we'll have to see. Everything's just kind of not uh, on there. Did you
1: see John Lineker get absolutely sent to uh, sent to hell? Pretty much went to. Uh, <laughs> I, I, he got he got beat pretty brutally by. I think he. Mu- I think some people said he was. Uh, he was up on the cards. I don't know about that one. Uh, Mr. Fabricio de andrade
0: oh, you know what we didn't even talk about uh Jake paul
1: Jake uh, let's talk about it
0: yeah Jake Paul and Tommy Fury, what a boring fight uh, if we're gonna, not, yeah, if we're just gonna go good. out there and say it what a shitty shitty fight that was just from a from a regular you know entertainment standpoint so much hugging so much uh, that's just kind of what you get when two guys are boxing who really don't know what they're doing. And that coming from me, who I'm not a boxer, but I see other guys box, and they yeah. don't. That doesn't happen every three seconds where they keep clinching and uh, and holding and hugging the basically the whole fight. And uh, that ref was horrendous, so one of the worst refs I've seen in a boxing event uh, uh, in recent memory. But that's what you get when you go to Saudi Arabia to fight. Uh, you know, sports books weren't even having it on their website. It was so fucking crooked. But. I guess I say all that to say, uh, I thought Jake Paul won. I Wow, I oh, really? Yeah, I saw a lot of people saying that. I, I think... I guess maybe I... I guess I should say I thought it was a draw. Because I think the, the in, in the, that the knockdown and they was at the 8th round, I thought he won at least 3 rounds. So that would be a draw, right? Maybe well, maybe he loses by 1 they point. They
1: each had a point taken away. So I don't know if a draw was possible because of that. Well, I, I guess Tommy Fury won, like, Five, six rounds. I have to go back and rewatch it for sure because I just thought Tommy
0: Fury early on in the fight looked great. But I thought as the fight went on, he started backing up a little bit more. And I don't know, he just seemed like he gassed out a little bit. But I guess Jake Paul didn't really do much with it. Jake Paul's just so sloppy and really wasn't able to, I don't know, capitalize on it. I I guess maybe the more I think about it, I I guess, like you said, I really would have to rewatch it. I was just most of the time so disgusted in what I was watching. And then I guess I got kind of clouded by the Jake Paul knockdown at the end where I was like, oh, like, yeah, he, you know, that kind of like, I was like with the knock, I thought Tommy Fury was winning. And then I guess with the knockdown, I was like, oh, wow. Like he kind of just stole that at the end. So I don't don't know. I I, I guess I have a tough time scoring some of these boxing fights too when nothing really happens for some of these rounds. And it's like, I have to figure out who won that round. You're like, Ugh, you know that's, that's tough, but uh, I guess they're going to do it again. So we yeah,
1: and uh, Tommy is going to be the favorite. So a nice little flip there. If you want to get Jake Paul as an underdog, I I could kind of see it. I mean, I don't know. Tommy Fury moves pretty well. Uh, he he fights with his hands down. He doesn't have good cardio. He doesn't. I don't know if he hits really all that hard. Um, I do like his move, but I do like some things that he does. But again. Uh, they both are they both have I guess <laughs> a couple a couple of good rounds in them, and even at that are they good rounds? Not really? the first couple, you know they're they're moving they're at the best. they have their most power they're they're not tired, but third or fourth round, you know, you already know they're gonna they're gonna be gas out. and they put a lot they they swing wild when they do swing wild or when they do swing power punches, they're not even really like close to landing, so they're just wearing themselves out. And then, like you said, hugging each other, trying to get, trying to collect their breath. Um, I, don't, I don't even know how, how I would handicap a rematch. Like, who's actually going to get – who's going to take a, another step? Probably Tommy Fury, honestly, if anybody. Um, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I, I found it interesting, though, that Tommy Fury claimed he wasn't a real boxer and that he was going to show him, like, basically who's boss and all this. And then he wins a split decision and starts crying after the fight.
1: So I was yeah, like, I think honestly, I think a lot of that might be like his inner his inner emotions. Like I feel like a a lot of what he is doing as a boxer and <clears throat> in his career, and ha- as we know him, a lot of that has been pushed by his dad John, who's just an absolute absolute psychopath. I mean, he I don't know he, he posted a video, uh, <laughs> him and, him and Tyson are like literally the same person. So funny. And he's he's asking he's asking uh, Jake if he can be a man of his word. And, uh, you know, cause they did like an all or nothing bet or whatever. And Tommy didn't even want to say anything. And then John took the mic and said, we accept. And I'm like, Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> like he's just been pushed his whole yeah. life. And they want him to be something that they pretty much know he isn't, but he's kind of being propped up and now he gets this big win and he's on this big stage and his head's big. And when in reality, you know, he's carrying a really belt. Yeah. Whatever that was about. They gave him a fake belt. So now, you know, this kid probably thinks he, you know, he can take on Badu Jack, who Shut up. I mean, look great. Beat the brakes off of you. <laughs> he Mikabu. beat the fuck out of that guy. <laughs> he hit him with a left hook in the in the ninth. Uh, and he did like a back. He, he like, he got knocked down and flipped <laughs> over, flipped on his head. I was like, what the fuck? Spinning on his head. Doing goddamn cartwheels after getting knocked down. Uh, Makabu has a big, big, uh, big time off. And he looked bad. Jock, 39 years old not to,
0: uh, not to be confused with Bernard Hopkins who got knocked out of the ring
1: yeah, Oh uh, oh he's out the
0: ring <laughs> And then slams his head Roy on a Jones cameraman
1: Jr. yeah <laughs> Roy Jones Jr. going oh <laughs> oh he's out the ring He you probably can, loved seeing that You fall out of the ring you get loved. 20 seconds to get back they could have gave him 20 minutes. He wasn't getting back in that ring. Uh, who was Joe the dude Smith that recently or, um,
0: almost just peaced out when he almost fell out of the ring? Was that Was that Conlon?
1: Yeah, Michael Conlon did go out of the ring. Oh, uh, he got God. back in, I think, but <laughs> the fight oh. didn't continue. Uh, that was when he fought Lee Wood, I I think. Yes. Was, it was when he fought Lee yeah, Wood. Yeah, Lee Wood and Lee knocked him out
0: in the 12th round.
1: And then Lee Wood went to the Shadow Realm uh, <laughs> <laughs> from at the hands of Mauricio... Pitbull, not Pitbull, Bronco, Lara. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's that's that, I guess. There you uh, go. Th- I, saw, I, saw, I saw people before the fight were like, well, usually when somebody's the co-main on a Jake Paul fight, that means they try to set them up to fight in the future. I'm like, you try to get Jake Paul or Tommy Fury in there against Badu Jack, they are not going to have a good time.
0: Oh, my God. He's gonna it's kill not going to go well. No matter how old
1: he is. <laughs> It's not going to go. I mean, Mike McCauley dude would have done the same thing. So, um, but yeah.
0: Were you able to Life's catch uh, the Aaron Chalmers fight?
1: Yeah, Floyd was uh, si- <laughs> sitting on, on the ropes in between rounds. <laughs> just bragging about how he's not tired and he's making a lot of money. And he just, I mean, that guy isn't very good. So. Um, What a
0: joke. I I just can't believe (laughs) he—apparently, like, no one showed up for it, too.
1: Yeah, nobody was there at the O2 Arena. The O2 Arena, by the way. It's not like, you know, you were in some Farmville in the middle of Manchester, England. Like, (laughs) I think the day of, they were like, they took all the tickets down or something.
0: Yeah, but they acted like everyone was going to come out to watch Aaron Chalmers fight Floyd Mayweather. Like, I get what Floyd's doing. He's just cashing in as much as he can before it's over. But it's like Who's if,
1: giving him this money, though. Is, that's what I don't know, from? man. Like, is he paying himself?
0: When he fought Dubai, I got that because it's like the the sheiks are going to give you some money. But <sighs> and when you go to Japan, you fight those little Japanese dudes. Yeah, I get like they're they're you're just giving money, you money for sure. Yeah, but yeah, but then when you're fighting Don Moore in Abu Dhabi, uh, yeah, <laughs> Don Moore, Don Moore, I mean the Logan Paul one. Next, the Logan though. Paul one was the only one that was kind of like intriguing because it's like not that you thought like Logan Paul was going to win but Logan Paul is so much bigger than him so it's like okay like let's see let me see how this goes let me see what this freak show looks like so but I don't know the people who are Who's next like would you have left your house to watch Mayweather fight Chalmers I guess to say you saw out Mayweather fight but the tickets would have had to been free for me I'm not I'm not leaving my house I'm not taking a 20 minute drive anywhere to go watch Floyd Mayweather (laughs) fight some fucking guy
1: (laughs) the best was who did he just fight before this? Was it Don Moore in in, Deji. in Japan? Oh, it was De- that's that's right. It was Deji in Japan, right?
0: Yeah, uh, no, Deji. He fought him in Dubai at the Coca Cola Arena. <laughs> Technical knockout in the sixth round.
1: It might have been was Don Moore in Japan or, or Don anywhere? Moore?
0: So for, uh, before, <laughs> I'll give you a little history lesson. Before Deji, he fought a man that calls himself Asakura. Yeah. Mikuru Asakura. He is a mixed martial artist and YouTuber. He knocked him out in the second round. Then he fought Don Moore before that.
1: So I think it was... I think it was... I'm trying to think of what fight it was. But it it had to be the Asakura fight because it was the Super Rising fight. (laughs) Before the fight started, there's this guy with a thing of flowers and he's supposed to hand him to Floyd... And he, throw, he just throws it oh, down at his right. feet. I remember And that. walks away. And Floyd looked so confused, and he just, like, picked them up. <laughs> and was holding, holding them. And everyone around was just like, and in this corner. And it was the funniest thing ever. I don't know why. I feel like that's just going to happen in every single Floyd fight from now on. Because it, it's something. There's always something going on. You know, he's, he'll do push-ups in the corner. He'll get, like, a massage. You know? There's always something. When he fought um, Arturo Gatti, His his... I think his uncle. Um, is he still alive? I am not sure. Roger Mayweather uh, oh, said to the cameras. That, that was, no, the, was that Floyd, was the
0: best when uh, when Floyd Senior, Roger, and all them were involved in the uh, the McGregor. There is always
1: something. There was always something. Uh, even way before that, whenever he fight anybody, I remember one time there was a Mayweather twenty four seven all access. Might have been when he fought Marquez when he came back. I mean, his dad got in a huge argument and a fight. Not, it didn't get like physical physical, but they had to be separated in the gym. That's so, right. I'm not sure what you even do there as a as a, as a bystander, but um, I remember when he fought Gotti in between rounds. I think I think it was Roger uh, told the the Showtime cameras, I told you it was gonna be an ass beating, and then he uh, he beat him into a bloody pulp. So shout to the goat Floyd Mayweather,
0: and rest in peace to Arturo Gotti. So
1: yeah, RIP to the Hall of Famer.
0: Uh, yeah, so that is the shoulder strikes MMA podcast. I really, <laughs> we, we touched on a lot of different areas today, ladies and gentlemen, we, we were able to get some stuff off our chest and that will be it for us here today. We will be back tomorrow for an episode on the 285 card that will happen this weekend. John Jones, Cyril Gunn for the UFC heavyweight championship of the world co-headlined by Valentina Shevchenko. And uh, who the fuck is she fighting? I, that's crazy. I just had a, br- the a brain come fart. On. Oh my god. Well, you know, come on. She's gonna Jesus. lose. Jesus. I, I was. You know what's literally? I was just thinking about how Chael Sonnen is saying that uh, John Jones and Shevchenko are banging. Basically, that's he he's <laughs> keeps saying that over and over again. I was watching his <laughs> interview with uh, Ariel Hawani and I couldn't tell if he was being serious or not. But I feel like he. Well, it.
1: She, I mean, that's that's John's type. Remember, he was banging Holly Holm allegedly. So but, uh, he said
0: that too. That's what I was like. Oh boy. So. <laughs>
1: Hey, maybe he knows something we don't. Maybe, uh, big surprise, upset pick for this weekend. Jamie Pickett money line. Just saying. All right,
0: ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back tomorrow. Ties on Jamie Pickett, uh, and we will have another episode. So, thank you for joining us, and we will see you tomorrow.
1: See you.